0: Accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said apple and not Apfelstrudel. strudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now, there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners. Cause you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babble.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name. Actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the Visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty that is one line for $25 taxes and fees included so whatever you're doing at this moment please stop switch immediately now monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms visit Visible.com
1: Nintendo
2: IGN's offices in San Francisco, welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of September 25th, 2014. I am your host, Jose Otero, and you are listening to IGN's All Nintendo Podcast. Per Schneider is with me once again.
3: Good day, Mr. Otero.
2: Good day to you, sir. Yes. And joining us all the way from Japan, irashai sumimasen, Arigatou gozaimasu. Narutano desu. What does that mean? Brian Altano. Hi. Brian Altano is here. I miss here. you guys. He's it's back. really good to see you guys. I yeah. miss yeah. you too. awesome to have you back. too.
4: Yeah, I'm incredibly jet lagged. That's a weird flight. You actually, when you fly from Japan to San Francisco, you, uh, you land before in, before you left. Yeah, time right? So yeah. it's time it,
2: travel. I,
4: like I left at five o'clock on a Wednesday, and I landed at noon on a Wednesday. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's so weird. Long <laughs> Watch out for the Libyans. Yeah, so that's I can say, yeah, <laughs> that's hey, weird. Hey, Greetings uh, from the future. Did you gain a little weight? Like, did you have some hamburgers while you were in Japan? I Japan? had
4: one hamburger while I was in <laughs> Japan, and it was a uh, Kuro Diamond Burger King black cheeseburger. And I did an unficial, uh unboxing unburgering video for IGN. Unwrapping. So good luck for the unwrapping. So go look for that. We're uh, <laughs> one of the weirdest videos I've ever done in my career. But yeah, Japan's a really cool place, you know so right. it's it's uh, immensely cool to go from the perspective of a, of a gamer, not just because uh, video games are so uh, deeply entrenched in their culture there, but sort of like as somebody that grew up playing Japanese video games, you kind of get to see where a lot of their design aesthetics come from yeah. and a lot of even sort of like in Zelda games where, there's a guard standing in front of a doorway you can't go in. Like, they have guys like that in Japan. They're just guys in in cop uniforms in front of a doorway. (laughs) And you kind of see, like, a lot of uh, the cues from where uh – where classic video games came from and yeah. you also see why they're they wouldn't care about first person shooters and stuff like that because why you know why, <laughs> why shoot up everything yeah, when it's yeah. so nice looking yeah, J- right.
1: J- japan's yeah. a
2: magical trip uh, yeah. especially your first time and i i completely agree with you where um i stayed near shibuya mm-hmm. and um near yeah, Sh- that's at shibuya where i was station yeah uh, if you look at that area where the buses line up in the mornings to take people where they're going and there's a huge like the the jr transit lines right there yeah. That's Jet Set Radio. That's the yeah. first level <laughs> yeah. of yeah. Jet Set Radio. <clears throat> totally. It's right. there.
1: It's yeah, so cool. I,
4: I spent uh, six days in Shibuya, and I, okay. I really love it there. Yeah, it was, it's very much Jet Set. And it's every, it's just amazing how clean and beautiful everything yeah. is. Going from there to San Francisco was kind of, you know, it's... We have a lot to learn.
2: <laughs> you, have any, you have any awkward tourist moments that you want to share? Any, uh, any so, yeah, I mean, so moments?
4: the weirdest thing that, that strikes me immediately is that uh, everything is – there's very designated lines in which you walk on which side of the street there. Oh, yeah. So – If you're heading in one direction, you go left, and the other direction, go right. And there's stairwells in the trains that have up and down arrows on them. And me and all the other IGN guys would constantly walk down the right, the wrong way. And after about a day, I got it right, and I would just yell to all of them, "White people, left (laughs) side of the road."
3: (laughs) There's so many rules, right? Yeah, like kind of. You you really have to learn by living there, yep. I think, or you buy one of the little hey Gaijin should know this kind of stuff. Yeah, books. yeah. But like it's it's the you get in a cab, you pay the guy, you get out, and you don't touch the door handle. Yeah, because the cab door closes on its own. Uh-huh. If You touch the door handle, the cab driver gets mad. You yes. know? Like oh, I that didn't that know that. Of, I oh yeah, the they handle. get they are really <laughs> yeah. mad if you try to yep. tr- try to close the door. And then there's like uh, there are all the rules around you know like. How do you get into the train? What do you do? Where do you look? Like, what do you do while you're sitting in the train? When you're driving a car, you switch off your lights when you stop at a red light at yeah, yeah. not to blind the other people. There's all these rules. The, the trains know.
4: The trains are amazing in yeah. that everyone gets on them. It's just every. It's a. It's a very respectful society, and, you, and people get on the train. They sit down. They open up their 3ds. I saw a million 3ds's there, yeah. and it was funny because at one point during the trip. I took a picture of Colin Moriarty playing Evita. And I said, finally, I found somebody in Japan playing Evita. And it was a joke, right? But by at my by 10th my day there, he was the only person I saw in Japan playing Evita. Everyone else is playing the 3DS. And uh, Smash Brothers had uh, launched, I believe, like two days before I got there. Okay. So it was just... Culturally, everywhere, and I mean, like there's TVs on the trains that show commercials for Smash Brothers. I was going to
2: ask you if you saw they have a, 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 a Nintendo Minute ad that plays on the JR. The plays on the that plays on the trains. Yes, yeah. yeah, and it's uh, a different uh, piece of history. Of and the
4: they, uh, they. They teamed up with this big pop group there, which is like something. Oh, 48. AKB 48. Yeah.
2: No, don't so, talk too much about that. Uh, but still, I mean I'm it was
4: sorry. it was kind of impressive <laughs> to see. Like the biggest pop group in Japan, uh, they showed them their their characters being made and imported as Smash Fighters in Smash Brothers and then fighting against Mario, which it's like when in America when we do commercials like that, we usually have it's like Beyoncé's playing uh, you know Imagine touch generation. No, but in so a that's what room. I yeah, in yeah. a white room and she's yeah. she, there's a kitten and she's like, Oh hey guys, it's Smash yeah. Brothers is really great in Japan they're just like We're, they're gonna fight Mario so yeah. it's, it was really cool to see yeah, um, cool.
3: it is cool to see how entrenched Nintendo is in that culture oh anyway, yeah right? yeah, like, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's,
4: it's just everywhere. So, I, I mean, I'll tell this story really quickly. But uh, on my last night, uh, Mitch Dyer and I, who's an IGN editor, we went to a bar. We sat down. We couldn't really communicate with the bartender. I was trying to order a drink. He was trying to order a drink. And we're like, oh, man, I wish we had something that, like, he understood. So he, he basically said, why are you in Japan? And we looked it up. And we said, Tokyo Game Show. And he said, oh, I love video games. Uh, Kojima. And he said, Kojima. And I was like, oh, Kojima was at our hotel. He ate breakfast right next to us every morning. Um and uh, here's a picture of me, and I po- held up my phone. It was my phone wallpaper. Is me and Shigeru Miyamoto, when, I, when Jose and I met him at E3. And he flipped out. He lost his money. <laughs> free he goes, drinks. He goes, whoa, oh, Miyamoto, oh, Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, all this stuff like that. So, yes, free drinks pretty much all night. He took care mm-hmm. of us. Super nice. We were yelling out the names of Japanese Nintendo games. (laughs) He was yelling out the names of Japanese Nintendo games, talking about how much he loved them. We were Mm -hmm. pulling up screenshots of our favorite games, showing each other trailers of our favorite games. Uh, It was just really cool to see video games were like the language that that joined cultures there.
2: I got to say that lastly, real quick, before we get into Tokyo Game Show, which you did bring up, thank Mm -hmm. you, um, is uh, the one thing I do kind of admire about whenever I go over there is that it's so fascinating to me to be surrounded by people but to be so culturally distant from all of them and not be able to absorb anything that's happening and it's it's something I want to get better at over time and actually understanding the etiquette and the rules and sort of the communication but as a foreigner being there that was the thing that struck me the most I was like wow I really like this feeling where like I'm surrounded, but also very alone right now. Like yeah, I don't know what's yeah. happening here. Um, yeah. um, there, I, know, there, I really
4: enjoyed. that. There, there was a couple times where I, you know, we the the pack of IGN editors and I split off, and I was just like, "Well, oh, this is my life now. I just don't understand anything ever again. I'll never see anyone. All the signs are in a foreign language. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's some English there, and there there's is- some American, you know, written uh, on on the walls and on the train stations and stuff, but. It's a difficult country to get around if you don't speak the language, and which none of us did.
3: But, the, I, so I, yeah, I lived in Japan for four years. Right? Yeah. So, like, the thing that struck me the most was when I – after, like, a couple of weeks just kind of getting used to being there and going, like, what the heck are those noises? Why did that – why is that spider so big, right? Yeah. Like, just getting yeah. used to, like, the different like, – Spiders are huge. And fauna and everything. But Jen – then just kind of letting go of your preconceived notions. Like you're walking into a 7-Eleven and you're like, yeah, all the food's going to be crap. And then mm-hmm. you're like, wait, why is the food good?
4: Yeah, why like are like, businessmen like, coming to 7-Eleven for so, lunch? Yeah, like
3: why are they all eating here? And then you try it and you're like, hey, the food is good. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Why is this happening? The
4: 7-Elevens you know? sell video games yep. there. Yeah. Uh, there are also banks, which yeah. is really interesting. Uh, the trains are great because each train station has its own song. So,
2: yeah, so in case which you were like, like sleeping could, or like barely awake, you'd which hear a lot the noise of and do. get up.
4: Yeah, the trains uh, themselves, you get on, they're very clean. They're very quiet. Uh, people just kind of head down on their phones or just staring at them, you know. Right.
3: And, and, and then just the difference to, like, you know, where you'd <coughs> expect crime in the United States or in Germany or whatever, right? Like, wherever you live. Like, you look at an area like, oh, that's a little scary. Yeah. It's completely different in Japan. Yeah. Like, they're – like, the the – biggest kind of craziest areas are the safest you know like even the red light district in in, in tokyo is is fairly safe yeah, yeah.
4: i at uh, no point crazy. did i feel like someone was going to mug me yeah. or steal my wallet or steal my okay. phone
3: um you look cool. you
4: look scary too so
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, you, got, you got the meanest well mug, actually but, yeah but it's, it's, it's easy meanest, for me to
4: get through a train having station the meanest <laughs> mug
2: probably meant that when you got in line to play the new <laughs> nintendo 3ds at tokyo game show they handed it to you handed it to you very quickly they said, did take and, as long as you like
4: uh, so that's that's a very fascinating let's experience. get down to brass tacks covering a uh, covering a Japanese game show when you don't speak Japanese is very interesting yeah um, because there's a lot of people saying no pictures no rules and uh, in America I feel like if you took a picture of something they'd be like absolutely not please get out right now and in Japan they're like oh please don't take picture. Yeah, yeah. and then I took another one because I wasn't thinking and she's like
1: please please don't
2: take another picture um, alright so come on the new Nintendo 3DS. So You've the new Nintendo 3DS,
4: it's it's it was in the Monster Hunter booth. Nintendo doesn't yes. have its own uh, dedicated booth at TGS. They haven't in a while, right? No, yeah, I wish no. They, they did. They don't participate um, in
2: TGS. They choose not to every year.
4: But I heard, uh, you know, Monster Hunter 4 is here, but uh, also there's the new Nintendo 3DS, and I was like, no way. I, I know, I'm not the biggest Monster Hunter guy. Jose's tried to get me into it before, and he mm-hmm. will again. Um, but I was like, I gotta play this system. So I ran up. I cut the whole line because I don't know what I'm doing, and it's easier for me to do that than it is for you me you to wait play for it.
2: Card. Smart oh moves. yeah, Smart I know. I did
4: this. I did the the thing where I put my hand in the air. And I was like, "Oh no, no, no! I don't understand what you're talking about." And it just uh-huh. cut everybody in line. So I get to the front, which I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm general. doing I'm doing my job. <laughs> Survivor. So I get up to the front and they say to me, uh, no, 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 you're not supposed to be here. You go over here. And then suddenly they brought me to this VIP area because I guess they're like, you cut so well that you're a king. You, you get <laughs> rid of here. <me." laughs> you are a master So they're cutter. like, yeah, well, they're like, we're not going to put you on the old 3DS. That's garbage. Here's the new one. So they sit me down and I, was, I tried the new 3DS LL. Yeah, so called? that's
2: the XL mm-hmm. in Japan. It's called the LL there.
4: So that's the one. It doesn't have the exchangeable faceplates. Nope. It doesn't have the Famicom color, uh, buttons. color buttons. Super Famicom. Uh, the color scheme itself was actually kind of dull. It's a sort of subdued kind of navy blue. It's metallic blue, blue or yeah. black. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, I was like, I'm going to play Monster Hunter, but I'm also while I'm playing it. like I, I felt bad for the other people in my team trying to take down a monster because I spent most of the time turning the system upside down, yeah, yeah, yeah. turning it left and right. So um, the they new 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. so the new 3DS is great I really liked it I went in uh, I remember when we first heard about it here I was sort of like sort of cautiously optimistic and uh, a little bit kind of like it feels like a cash in what is this why are they doing this um, it definitely feels more in line with what Apple does every year which is releasing a new sort of marginally improved system but I think for this time around um, as someone that uses their 3DS a lot there's a lot of tweaks in it that needed to be made and I feel like the OS on the regular 3DS now like you hit the home button and it's like 10 long seconds. So maybe something right. happens yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It feels um, that way. I've got a lot of games on mine, so maybe, maybe it's different. Well, smash takes forever because it's running into the <laughs> limit, but continue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe that's, that's a first world problem to have, but I like my, my consoles and my systems to be fast. And, you know, I live in a first world country. Mm-hmm. Suck so it, I have first world problems? Um, the 3ds feels great it's uh it's actually i thought it was heavier but it turns out it's actually a little lighter you can never really tell because they bolt huge things in the back of these units and it's a little thinner and the outsides are a little rounder it kind of feels like the iphone 6 on the outside where it's got that kind of round bevel um and the 3D actually is, like, really pronounced. It's really nice. Apparently, the screen's the same size as the XL, but it just feels bigger just because I feel like it's pushed to the real estate a- a- ends of it a little so bit So, I know
2: on the smaller model, the screen is slightly bigger. Yeah. I think that might also apply to the large screen. I'm not entirely okay. sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And on the smaller model, it is definitely a larger screen. We can check
4: on that because I know at least yeah. it felt bigger. Um, mm-hmm. And I played with the 3D slider up the entire time because mm-hmm. I noticed, yeah, so you hold the system in your hand and you start turning it about 40, 45 degrees in each direction and the 3d stays really now you know how it's like when you're playing a 3ds now and you move your hand even slightly and like, you get that yep, jitter double, yeah, and like double your, yeah, your head hurts and then you turn it down because you don't want to get into it and it's especially problematic on a plane or a train or a mm-hmm. car or something like that you know places where you play a portable system um so the 3d is really great on it uh the load times were like pretty much non-existent in monster hunter going from area to area i hear they're a little worse on the older 3ds so okay. right off the bat um That's going to be kind of divisive for some people who don't want to get the new one but don't want to experience load times. Uh, But the main thing that I really, really enjoyed were uh, all of the – like the new button layout and the new analog stick. The analog stick feels great. Really? So and that
3: does it feel like the left stick on the 3DS or what would you like? It
4: feels it like a stiffer, slightly more rubbery version of the left stick on the 3DS. Okay. I think that having another one of those sort of slide pads mm-hmm. wouldn't work as well. Mm-hmm. The way it is now is it's basically a quarter of an inch above the X button. So you're hitting there and you're you're hitting the button and fighting enemies and if you want to move the camera slightly, you just move your finger up like tiniest bit, mm-hmm. give this thing like the littlest nudge and it knows exactly what to do. And I found myself like just running around around the world just playing with it just because it's very smooth. Now I was worried it was going to be like one of those uh, those things on on laptops. Yeah, old, yeah, yeah. Old, yeah that's like what I was we thinking the when you were saying caps. rubber. I think that's what everybody thought. And you remember how stiff those were yeah. and it, how it felt like moving like, It's like
2: moving a joystick from an old Atari. Yeah, like it felt it? like somebody so, yeah. stuck
4: a, the tip of a pen in a cement and you had to move that. <laughs> this doesn't
2: feel yeah, like that at that's all. That's what they were going for. Right? But, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this, thing, <laughs> this, 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 this <laughs> C-stick doesn't really move right? No. It so doesn't feel like it's, it's moving not a like, lot. It's sort of sensing where your finger is around it and instead. Uh,
4: yeah. That's the way you got to think about it. So it doesn't work like the trackpad does on the left where there's just, or the circle pad where mm-hmm. it feels like a circle inside of another circle, like moving a coin around on, like moving a penny around inside of a quarter. It doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. It feels sort of like you're like pushing that, uh, like a pencil, a pencil eraser that's like very soft and just giving it little nudges. But and, not
3: crappy like a laptop. Yeah. Not laptop crappy like a laptop. Okay.
4: And uh and just giving it like a little bit of guidance and moving it around. Like and it's mm. I think it makes perfect sense because I was really worried going in. I was like you need a dedicated second joystick here. The way the Vita has it and everything like mm-hmm. that. But I feel like on the Vita it's trying to replicate something that the ps4 and the ps3 controllers do and not doing it as well whereas on the 3ds I think it's doing something the best it can possibly do for that system hmm. for instead the design of, to yeah pass. for the design so instead of having a whole second joystick there that's exactly like the left one and you're just running around sliding these two goofy circles around I don't think that would have worked I think instead they said this is the real estate we have to work with this is the size we want the thing we don't want to double it and we don't want to put the joystick underneath the d-pad um, or underneath the the buttons yeah. we want to keep it above so it's always there when you need it um and you find yourself using it more than you should just because it's nice to have it
3: there i'm so really there. happy with that yeah. that they yeah. didn't just go for the simple solution like they yeah. actually i mean it feels mm. like they really thought about that because it's so it's probably cheaper to just reuse yep. the, the the old slider right? it's, it's such a strong. nintendo
4: thing to yeah. do right like where you're like there's a, solu- a solution for this and it works but why would they do that? Mm-hmm. That's too easy. Like, let, it's up to them to do something weird and different and mm-hmm. try it and go, you know what? That's actually really smart.
2: So I'm really interested to see how Smash 3DS will play on this thing. Because if my understanding was correct, then please feel free to send an email and correct me on this um, to nvc at IGN.com. <clears throat> my understanding is that the new Nintendo 3DS will allow you to use that stick as a C-stick mm-hmm. when you are fighting. Was sure. my understanding. So I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Think about C stick inputs on a GameCube controller. You're flicking that thing mm-hmm. and then going back to buttons. I'm just wondering how that is going to work if that was true for smashing for Smash Brothers 3DS
4: specifically to use yeah, your to smash, smash moves. Attacks? I mean, yeah, yeah we'll see. I-, I think it worked really well as a as a dedicated camera.
2: Yeah, because the thing. Um,
4: is... I think as as like a C stick, it could be interesting. I like when mm-hmm. Mitch and I both walked away going, "This is not going to work for first person shooters." Yeah, but because it's it's not something I think that you want to have your your thumb constantly on. It's just something you're there with occasionally. Luckily, first person shooters are never on 3ds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no there's um, really
2: very few of them. Um, but I think well, it could work.
4: I I, I definitely think it could work. Well,
2: and my, the thing that keeps going through my mind also is just like when you're using. So Monster Hunter's camera is very different than a lot of other orbital cameras for the most part, even though four changed it a lot compared to the way it was in 3 and in Mm -hmm. prior prior, uh, installments. Um, But... Hang on, where was I going with this? Uh, You're jet lagged, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) No, just that with the C stick and with a lot of Nintendo 3DS games, I feel like you're not really looking up and around at the world. The camera is sort of fixed in a perspective that is usually showing you everything you need. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying, like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like, in other words, like if I was playing an FPS and I had to, like, look up to shoot at something or if I had to look up into the distance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they've been kind of tying motion control to that stuff anyway. Like, think Mm about Mario 3D Land and how you have to, like, tilt the system to look. Through the binoculars a certain way, little you know things like mean? that, like subtle yeah. things.
4: Yeah, um, I think that's what it's going to be perfect for. Okay. Um, we'll see how it works as sort of a smash stick. It's yeah. small, but it it might just it might just work. We'll see. Okay. Um, I personally, after playing Smash three DS for uh, I, I guess a week, almost a week now, um, it's uh, I have no problem using that. Um, but I, I can see why some people might want a second option. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I, you, yeah. I think it'll work.
2: You, you do kind of train yourself to do smash attacks with just the input and then A versus yeah. and and charging those attacks versus the quick C stick. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who used to do a C stick a lot uh, in Smash Brothers. Any other questions on 3DS forum? I mean, he's he's played it, he's touched it. We we definitely want to get this all out of you. Right I, here. I will
4: say I will say also that um, they thankfully removed that really ugly bottom panel of buttons on the yeah. 3DS. Those clicky, big rectangles. Those are now dedicated buttons. They're, they're soft little circles on the bottom right, right of the system. Um, the second... Oh, the home button is its own home button. The second uh, R Yeah,
2: ZLZR.
4: ZLZR, right? Yeah, those so are that's, the two extra sets. That's, that's your second set of shoulder buttons. Yeah. They're a little strange, and they're mm-hmm. going to take some getting used to, because you have to wrap your fingers over the existing buttons to touch them, and they're about half the size. So... You sort of train yourself to... Now, keep in mind, Monster Hunter didn't use them. Yeah. Um, but I f- have a feeling you could probably map things to them eventually. Because mm-hmm. uh, Monster Hunter is all about that. Especially the new one is just taking things and mapping them to different buttons. Um, so you can click down with the insides of your of your pointer fingers. And then the tips of your fingers you can use to hit those two buttons up there. Mm. But they're small. I think they're there for when developers want to use them. I have a feeling they won't be used much. Yeah. Again, like they feel like they are predominantly used in first person shooters mm-hmm. a lot on the consoles. Um, I don't know how often you use the second set of buttons for a Nintendo game specifically.
2: So Metal Gear 3D, Snake Eater 3D, mm-hmm. used a <laughs> lot of buttons on the Circle Pad Pro bathtub attachment yeah. Yeah. for the existing 3DS. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember if the shoulders because I know Revelations only used the bottom triggers that I remember. I yep. don't think they use the top very much, but mm-hmm. they put a lot of the they mapped a lot of the actions to the ZL and ZR, which were the bottom set on the Circle Pad Pro. Yeah, not the, what you messed with. Um, So I'm kind of curious to see how developers are going to come and commit to that. Yeah, Yeah,
3: I hope they're still accessible on their own, right? I hate to think that they're... That it's limiting where they almost the L and R buttons almost f- are like shift buttons for the extra set. You you press the you press those and then you press the second button. Like they, you have uh, to reach around to get to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: They they are. Hmm. I just I don't feel like you have to be clicking the L and R to be clicking the next ones because yeah. that would be really weird. Um, it's just going to take a little getting used to. Okay. Um, and I have a feeling it'll work better on the LL than it does on the smaller ones. So
2: you enjoyed Monster Hunter then? Yeah. First time. You uh, you, you you took it's okay. That was just hand yeah. You brought the plague with them. Oh, no.
4: It's dengue fever, actually. Oh god. <laughs>
1: <Captain
4: trips. laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I enjoyed Monster Hunter. It was cool playing with a bunch of other people. Mitch specifically, who wasn't too huge, like not he wasn't like, he's not down on the series. He just never really got a chance to play mm-hmm. it. Um, and I had never really played with anybody. I guess it, the, go- the good thing was the demo starts you kind of at a point in the game where you already have some cool weapons. Yeah, yeah. You're already in some cool environments. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting because uh, they went with a good approach of keeping the environments pretty small so that they look amazing rather than trying to be like, let's give you this giant, vast field. Yeah. Now, when you're in a boss battle... Um, uh, one of the monsters goes from area to area and you chase him through them. But the load times are only a few seconds between each area, so it's actually kind of refreshing to go, like, I'm fighting this monster and within... Two minutes. I'm going from this like beautiful beach to this like lush forest to this like uh, like crazy jungle where you can climb on the trees and then jump on top of the monster's back and stab them and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, we really need to play together, Monster Hunter. I would like, love I to. Need you guys mm-hmm. to like join me on this because Monster Hunter is the, a collection of the best boss fights of any series of games I've played, mm-hmm. and it's only boss fights. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, there's there's a story, but. It's never really brought to to the forefront of those games. It's always kind of in the background. It's a lot more about the vanity of getting like really cool armor and mm-hmm. killing monsters and turning them into shields and stuff. But I think we would make a great hunting party. So I'm throwing the pitch Aww. out to both yeah. of you. I would love to. We I do I, this.
4: I, I, like, I, it's what I need. Is I need I need guidance and father figures it takes that's, that's that how I felt yeah. with that game too yeah. it's
3: like it doesn't hold your hand in the beginning no. like it just kind of and and so when i first played it there were so many other games to play i'm like this looks interesting i can see how it could get really good but I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah i'm not gonna play it right
4: now oh and i will say uh if you're planning on getting monster hunter but you're not planning on getting the new 3ds yet i tried it on the ori- on the original 3ds XL as well or the 3ds ll in japan and um they're doing something really smart with this s- sort of virtual D-pad uh, camera yeah, yeah, thing that's, been there. Yeah. that's on the screen. Uh-huh. Um, it works really well, and it, it's got this sort of like 3D effect to it, where it looks like when you're clicking down on it, uh, like you're hitting a real D-pad. Okay, um, and I think it works as a camera stick. I think the 3DS, the new 3DS LL uh, second analog works better but I do think it works really well so if you're planning on waiting a while to upgrade the 3DS and but you want to play Monster Hunter like don't worry it's going to be good
2: so you also played Final Fantasy Explorers Can I did you talk a little bit about that yeah so that's
4: really cool it feels kind of like um it reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles which is one of my favorite Final Fantasies that, that no I, one played no one played but um, it's a it's four you know it's four player it's multiplayer and all four of you go in a battle at the same time and some of you are very uh, at the forefront of the battle smashing on enemies and some guys kind of hang back and cast spells and they, get rid of and the bucket? Like remember they got rid of the bu- bucket bucket duty remember they're, that yeah Perry remembers
2: <clears> bucket <throat> duty he probably yeah. had it all the time we so. had
4: a name for that in my group really. which that I won't was it was the all bucket right. bitch all right. <laughs> Nice. You can censor that. It's a bad word. It's, I don't like to say that word. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but that's what we always be like, hey, you're the bucket bitch. You got to carry the Come on. Because someone always had to. Otherwise, you were stuck in the miasma or whatever it was, right? <laughs> Getting nuked. Um, so they got rid of the bucket. It's four player. It's fun. Um, hmm. The graphics are really good. Um, it, it loses the, like, uh, I feel like... If there was a story there, I don't know because it was in Japanese. So that was the interesting thing is going to these demos, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning, Tokyo Game Show opens. I'm like, yeah, I'm here to do this. I walk in. First of all, no one knows who IGN is. And usually I go to E3 and I'm like, IGN? They're like, oh, come right in. Tokyo Game Show. They're like, oh, get in line. They
2: know. (laughs) I got got put all the way in the front of a Square Enix line when I said, lucky you. But
3: but (laughs) sometimes, yeah, the PR folks at Nintendo will know. But generally, the public definitely doesn't. And a lot of the Japanese publishers don't. Like the super
4: (laughs) – Ah, So so I'm playing a bunch of 3DS games in Japanese, uh, I'm not doing well at them. And the lady hands me in; ja- she's it comes over in Japanese, tells me what I'm doing wrong, which I don't understand. Then she hands me this sheet of paper that has all the instructions about how to win in, in Japanese. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> like, "Oh, arigato." And I'm just Mitch is like, "Just walk towards the arrow. There's an arrow on the screen; just go there." So luckily, once I got out into the field where you're actually fighting bad guys, uh, I, you know, I went into a cave in, in Final Fantasy and started fighting somebody. <laughs> it's very, yeah, very lost in translation. Um, uh-huh. Then I did great because I knew what I was doing, I figured out summons, and I, I figured everything out. So uh, that was one of the games I played. Another I played on 3DS is Bravely Second, which is so beautiful. Okay, Like, oh my god, what a pretty looking game. First game is yeah. gorgeous. Too. It is, and I yeah. feel like this looks even better. They really upped the... Mm-hmm. Um, Sort of that like watercolor painted papercraft look, mm-hmm. um, and oh, playing yeah. in 3D looks really go- it looks really great. Uh, the towns are just awesome. Everything's got this sort of like diorama pop to it, um, mm-hmm. and then you go out into the world and it's just like it just looks like a painting. And it's like look- like you know the 3DS doesn't have the best display. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not like playing a games not- on a 72 inch HD television or something. Yeah, like
2: or that. even resolution wise, it's not working with a lot. Yeah, of t- a horse- excuse me, a mm-hmm. lot of horsepower. Yep, yeah. yep,
4: it's not great, but. Uh, it looks so good like That's art great. goes a long way on that system good I'm so. so happy that the first
3: one you know, th- that they succeeded with the first one I know yeah, yeah. and
4: yeah. you can tell like it's sort of like they're celebrating that that thing was a hit mm-hmm. uh, they've got like a great new franchise in their hands well, and it they're kind of just a remi- having a lot of fun with it
2: yeah I think it was kind of a reminder to Square Enix that you used to make really great RPGs yeah, that people yeah. cared about that had these really deep intricate systems Final Fantasy has is okay and Battle System is fantastic in those games but I feel like some of the magic was lost a little bit yeah. because it was kind of this side cyber- Cyberpunk, punk yep. crazy, futuristic thing and not sort of these these olden tale sort of approach that they had with some of the other stuff like yeah. fables and legends and things I like that. I always like
3: the medieval settings better. <clears throat> I mean, there was always a technology aspect, right? Like even Final Fantasy VI you got like the walkers and all that yep. kind of
2: stuff but it always
3: felt like it was rooted in sci-fi And not cyberpunk kind of Mm -hmm. culture
4: bravely second feels like an extension of the final fantasy games or like a natural evolution of the final fantasy games i grew up playing you know like final fantasy for nes and then super nintendo ones like final fantasy 4 which was two in the u.s Mm -hmm. um it feels like it's back to where that is where whereas the final fantasy franchise in general it's cool what they're doing with it now but it's so off the rails and it's Mm -hmm. in so many different directions like you guys saw the final fantasy 15 trailer. Like it's a, it's a, it's a buddy cop movie. Basically. Yep. You Marty know? Like,
2: is so happy. It's
4: a road trip movie. It's yeah. great. I called it Tommy boy with swords. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Marty. I've never seen Marty happier than when he saw yeah, it. Yeah. And know,
4: it's, like. and, and it's great. And it's cool that it's doing that. It's got a car in it, you know, which yeah. is nuts. Road trip. But bravely second is definitely back to that sort of final fantasy four feeling. Excellent. of was just like a couple of dudes out in the woods fighting some weird looking enemies and going mm. through cool towns. Like, That's great. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Excellent. Any uh, any quirky, strange games you see, like in arcades or at TGS?
4: Uh, I played a shmup, which is a you know no. a, a shooting game uh, featuring spaceships, not a shooting game featuring uh, military soldiers and fatigues, uh, using an exercise bike.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, is That on video? Yeah,
4: we have a video of that. Uh, it's in it's our, TG, it's in our TGS section on
2: Dude, IGN. I would get on the bike every day if that was cool. I so swear.
4: oh my god. So I so I did this. I did the whole demo, uh, and I'm pedaling my ass what off.
3: Pedaling, do shoot?
4: That's the thing, it's in Japanese, so I don't uh. know. I think I was just keeping my stamina up, so I'm pedaling, and I'm, I'm just like, Oh my god,
2: <laughs> you uh. pedaling faster! And there's like, this, I'm
4: playing, the- and I'm Are you playing. Sure on you a- played it, there
3: wasn't like a guy with a controller next to you going, like, probably. <laughs> I think it was just a
4: trip, just uh, a trick to get me to exercise. So I'm shooting, and uh, so you're steering the uh, the ship. By moving left and right using the handlebars. did have control.
2: Okay, That's, good. yeah. But just the pedaling. But the guy in the booth was like left. Yeah, he was just going left and right. I think they pumped him. But. And then okay. you've got
4: shooting triggers on the on the handlebars, which is just, it doesn't make any sense. And then the bicycle, I think it was keeping some sort of power up, but I didn't know. So I shoot the whole thing, and then my video guy goes, all right, um, we're ready to film now. And I go, you're ready to film now? What the hell did I just oh, do? No. And he's like, "You gotta do the demo again." And I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> oh wow! And it's just like this is just why I love this job is because I'm in a foreign country, I'm jet lagged, I don't speak the native language, and a man's yelling at me while I'm playing a schmup on a bicycle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Last IGN. year, uh, Marty and Keza played a uh, Brain Kiss, which was a <laughs> game where you had to think about kissing or think about not kissing, and yeah. the outcome would actually reflect what you were thinking. Yeah. It didn't work, but, uh, or it worked 50% of the time. One time they got a kiss, one time they didn't, but I think that's second time. they were I don't remember. But anyway, was, there's was weird stuff at TGS. Uh, so I'll, cool.
4: I'll tell uh, one last story real quickly, which I actually wrote an IGN article about. But the day, oh. the day I got to Tokyo, uh, I was there for about two hours. Now, keep in mind, I, I live in California. We have earthquakes here. I'm used to them. We had a 6.0 a few weeks back, and it woke me up in the middle of the night, shook the apartment for 30 seconds. They are very, very common in Japan. Yeah. I forgot that. So I'm taking a demo for um, a, a Final Fantasy game. Um, I believe I can say that. You might have to beep that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just say a Final Fantasy game, and I'm playing it. Uh, yeah, I can say that. A Final Fantasy game, and I'm playing it all at uh, Square Enix's headquarters. And I've got headphones on. There's surround sound. I'm in front of a big TV, and I'm holding a PS. Uh, I'm holding a controller.
2: <laughs> Damn the story it. just gets more interesting. Damn it. <clears throat>
4: And the controller rumbles. So um, the controller's rumbling as I'm fighting, and uh, then the, the table starts rumbling, and I'm like, "Oh, weird! They have like a rumble table here." <laughs> how was that your first? Time? I don't know. What? I'm so tired. I'm so, I'm like hungry. I'm like I need coffee. I don't. The you need a coffee. You guy buy the coffee from vending machines.
3: Everything's weird. Tommy Lee Jones is it's, on their it's vending machine. coffee out
2: of the vending machines, yeah. too. By the yeah. way, but you were yeah. gonna say yeah. no. I'm like
3: I'm looking at him like how the conclusion you came to was that the table rumpel? Uh, that's listen, your best? Listen,
4: I'm not the brightest star in the sky sometimes. Right. I was very tired. it was very jet-lagged. it was kind of hungover and I'm playing this mm-hmm. game and I'm having a good time and all of a sudden it's like this table starts shaking. And I'm like oh, that's weird. And I'm like man this rumble controller and this table. And then the TV starts <laughs> shaking. Oh, all man. the TVs in the room start shaking and I look over at Destin and he's just like are we having an earthquake? Wow. <laughs> Colin Moriarty is next to me. He doesn't even notice. He's like, what are you talking about? So everything's shaking. And all of a sudden, this thing happens over the last speaker. It's like, bong, bong, bong. And I'm like, I don't under. And this lady comes in. She's like, "Uh, please, uh, uh, please go under tables. And I'm like, I'm not going under the table. Like, it's covered in TVs and PS4s. It's it's a rumble table. It's a rumble table. It's going to kill me. And she's like, that was an earthquake. Please go under the table. And I'm like. Uh, so I got I go to move the out. Of, table. I got to move out of the way, and it goes bong, bong, bong. Got <laughs> and she's like, "You don't have to go under the table." I'm like, "All right, thank you, goodbye." So I'm like, I, I get up, and I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm
2: getting the hell out of this building. You know, we send Brian out to Japan, and then an earthquake happens. What yeah. that of course, that say? of course, it's, it's of course, amazing. Yeah, and I'm not, Great. so that, so like, yeah, we walk out, and we're just
4: like, "All right, now." Uh, on to the next thing, and we leave Square Enix, and then there were no earthquakes for the rest of the
3: week. It stays but. with you though. Like w- I, I was in an earthquake in a restaurant in Shinjuku, in yeah. one of the skyscrapers on a wow. high up floor. I forgot what floor it was like 40 plus or something. In a restaurant, like with a bar, and we're eating, and then suddenly, like the light starts swinging, starts rumbling, and the entire skyline of Tokyo starts rocking left and oh right. My because God! They're designed to swing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, it's retrofitting like, for the guy next to me is just like apologetically like like shrugs his shoulder and goes quake
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh my god no. oh my god
2: it's so wait scary. did I have earthquakes in Germany
3: uh, no not okay, really so yeah. you there's, were terrified there's, there's a volcanic region in Germany where it sometimes rumbles a little bit but very little I mean yeah. that's not something you worry about you worry about like lightning strikes and, yeah. you know, and deer with rabies <laughs> wow.
2: that's almost dangerous
3: animals different problems deer. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: alright well there you have it folks great stories from Brian Altano in Japan and when we come back more Nintendo Voice Chat
4: I'm going to bed double, 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 double,
2: Jose Otero here with Brian Altano and Pear Schneider. Yeah, yeah. And we are here for the second half of the show. It's going to be lightning round because we are really pressed for time. So first thing really quick I want to read is question of the week responses from last week's question. So you weren't here for it, but last week we got an email asking for a non-Nintendo franchise and a Nintendo franchise pairing. Sort of like Hyrule Warriors, but sort of not. Like what what two would you like to throw together? Pear had some really good ones and some really bad ones. Oh, come on. Marty had some good ones. They were all amazing. And, Good ones uh, and bad ones. Yeah, I'll read some community ones, and if you want to chime in with one, go right ahead. Okay. So Javier sent in. I would like a Pokemon Digimon crossover. Uh, it feels he feels like it would get a lot of attention, or maybe even a Kingdom Hearts type game with Nintendo and Square. He's like uh, instead of Disney. He feels like you know sort of Square's RPG character stable. With Nintendo characters insta- instead, instead, oh, yeah, could that'd be really, be, really yeah. cool. Especially I totally agree. If they yeah.
4: called it Super Mario
3: RPG and it came out
2: <laughs> for the Super Nintendo in 1995, yeah, yeah. yeah. or six, oh, that's uh, gonna see cool for that. that. Yeah, sure. Ah. Kingdom Hearts oh,
3: feels perfect for Mushroom Kingdom kind of like Mushroom a Nintendo. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. the title.
2: <laughs> shut, there, shut it down. down. <laughs> shut it down. Go home. All right. uh Rob sent in. He'd like to see Pokemon and Marvel do a crossover. I yep. thought that was kind of interesting, just because Marvel as an IP, like, how would Pikachu look next to like a Spider-Man or something? Like, I don't even know what to do there. In what, like a fighting game, or I don't know. He just said he'd like a crossover of that. Basically, the Pokemon game, but battling with Marvel superheroes. Okay. Okay, so Hulk versus Snorlax. Like, Swear to me, <laughs> Hulk versus Snorlax. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. What else? What can we do? Um, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> no, no other Hulk Pokemon is. Snorlax. Snorlax is how big is Snorlax? He's pretty big. He's a big
3: Pokemon. Wouldn't you want like Machop or somebody who's a little bit more built? Yeah, yeah. Against yeah. The whole? Maybe.
2: Maybe. Machamp. Yeah. Okay. You can go with that. Why, has have to fight each other. Why
3: can't they team up against Doctor Doom or something like that?
2: Yeah. And you have legendary Pokemon too. Don't forget those. That's like true. You have the Kyogres yeah. and the, and the Gra- uh, Gra- Charizard
3: Gra- against the Human Torch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or Mega mm-hmm. Evolutions. All right. That's you got, good wait, they can't hurt each other. No, they can't. No. That would just be really boring. Yeah. Yeah. It would
2: just be two yeah. hours. It, it would, would be fire. like DC versus Marvel. That was really boring. Remember when that happened? Yeah, it was a boring Squirtle. Comic crossover ever, <laughs> nothing happened. All right, um, you got one you want to toss out, or we'll just move uh, on. I'm kind of put them on guard. a spot. Nice I'm one. About, um, I like catching them on the Pikmin spot. Pikmin versus uh, hoarders. <laughs> what? They're the TV show the where people, people have houses
4: that are very cluttered.
2: <laughs> Send in the Pikmin, clean up the
4: place. <laughs> oh.
3: Get all the rats out <laughs> of there. That's a good
2: idea. I like that. See, you caught me off guard here. I don't
3: really. I'm not working. That'd be with... so cool. I would love to see Pikmin land in an urban setting and just start Actually, cleaning up crap. Yeah. Well, that's something even in Pikmin. Look at those raisins under the couch. Yeah.
2: Really I like the in oh. Pikmin 3, the DLC. There was one in someone's house. Like, you, you like walked around, like, a living room or something, or it was a kitchen. I'm just like, I would love to see someone stomping around in the background, yeah. like, moving around. Oh, it, that'd it, it, be funny.
3: Miyamoto or
1: something. And I don't they're care. always
3: hidden from view, and like, the dogs' fleas are the monsters. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. yeah. You like, could do it in a Call of Duty game. Around.
3: They're on the battlefield and they're picking up bullet shells, <laughs> <and>
1: helmets.
2: <laughs> yeah, UAVs, and UAVs, stuff like that, yeah. pieces of equipment. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Dogs. So, uh, then we'll move on. Full oh, Metal you got, pigment. Oh,
1: you got one more?
4: Or? No, I didn't even have one back
1: then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do I? I have one more? So moving on then. Uh, the Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS review is live on the site. Uh, 8.8 penned by myself. Um, you can watch the video review or read text. And I thought we should talk about it. And we got some questions also from the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, overall, I mean, that's where I fell. I, I really enjoy it. I could not stop playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact... Uh, but I did have some criticisms, and some of them yeah. I've talked about before, like Smash Run, you know, and, and sort of my struggle with, hey, it feels long, it, it's it's a random match at the end, I don't really find this as fun as I think they want me to think it is, um, there, There is definitely, we talked about how it definitely feels different
3: when you're playing a game on a handheld and on a console. That right? too. Like, yeah. there is yeah. a difference. And, you know, one of your minuses, and we should explain a little bit about reviews because I saw some strange comments about that. Yeah, but of course. one of your minuses was it's hard to track the action in four-player mode because everything's so tiny, right? And yeah. so people will say, like, well, that's just a handheld. Why are you complaining about that? It's like, well, no, that's the game you made for the handheld. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, you, there are certain types of games. Like, you couldn't put StarCraft on... A handheld easily and actually expect people to be able to keep track of the mm-hmm. the units that's why you know you see more turn-based strategy uh, on handhelds and it works much better right mm-hmm. like just whenever something on console or on uh, PC. no no on, on handhelds you see yeah. more turn-based strategy than real time with lots of units because it's so difficult to track all the all the little units individual right? it. and it's so like Fire I do think Starcraft. the product has to be adapted for the platform and you you noted that three player is way more playable than four player on the 3ds I'm still happy four players in there I assume you <laughs> Yeah, too, I am right? too. Yeah. No, and
2: it runs so smooth, and it—I it, feel like it, they did a great job considering Smash Brothers was a series created with Portable that never and Portable was never a consideration yeah. for Smash Brothers they did a great job of what they had Yeah, and I think that's worth pointing out to people so
3: I think it's a valid concern to say hey this does it is not a one for one replacement to a console Smash Brothers it will feel different due to the screen size and the fact that you're on the go yeah. and all that yeah, and, and one of the yeah.
2: counters to that criticism and if you read the text portion of the review I did address this there was that um, if you tap a character's portrait on the touchscreen, a mm-hmm. uh, sort of a target box will surround the character um, and that's just a way to kind of help you sort of keep an eye on a specific target or even target yourself. Yeah, the game... I think it shows up in tips but it doesn't really go out of its way to show you It's that's a thing mm-hmm. but regardless that, that sort of uh, target reticle around you it also pulses between red black and blue mm-hmm. and on certain stages you lose the box still because mm-hmm. there's still like it's a pulsing color now on other stages it doesn't happen yeah. so obviously the color palette involved on the stage itself is also part of what I perceived as the problem there I'm actually but it su- felt like a band-aid it didn't feel like a plausible solution to me I'm
4: surprised because when this was first announced which is like I'm I, I'm still not over the novelty by the way of being able to play smash brothers i know it's great it's so cool like yeah. it's yeah. just so awesome because i know when smash brothers when we first heard about it i was like this needs to come to i think i said like the game boy advance at the time i was like oh man sprite based smash brothers it's got to mm-hmm. come um and be able to play it on my 3ds is just I, i'm just floored at how much content is packed inside there how well it works that being said i remember them originally sort of stating that the 3ds would have smaller more compact stages um to accommodate the fact that the screen uh real estate is just not there the same way it is with the television but uh, i still found several instances playing four player where it panned out to almost uh what was it hyrule castle on GameCube?
2: yeah that's the one that like... just
4: like got so big where the characters were in so many tiny little corners um and it doesn't happen often i actually didn't really run into it as much as you did but i did agree with you that the sweet spot is the sort of two or three players mm-hmm. um i feel like that's the perfect way to go i was doing that a lot um in Japan, we downloaded Japan. the games. It was actually Japan. <laughs> it was you have no idea how often we said that. In of Japan, course. By the way, uh, <laughs> we uh, we got our our, our codes for uh, the North American 3DSs, and it was great because the entire country was enthralled with Smash Brothers. And when you go to Japan, you have to rent these little ten dollars a day Wi-Fi cards. And Mitch Dyer and I were walking around all day trying to download the game off of <laughs> this little oh, code. Wow. Did it and work? Finally we got to it was like the end of the day on our on our on our you know the last day of the show and we said we're gonna go to Tokyo Disney. And we got to Tokyo Disney and they had just finished downloading and all the lines said 40 minutes long and Mitch and I were like, awesome, 40 yeah. minutes to smash. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> so really we cool. just we
4: whipped out the three dss yeah. and started playing. Um and yeah, I think it just it works really well. I'm I'm floored at how how uh it teeters between being so uh so wonderful and fun to play, and so incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. And the frustration I feel is a is a good hook to get you to keep going. Yeah. Like you'll you'll lose a match with, you know, a second left or mm-hmm. one wrong move, and it just it's this great loop that uh, gets you back in there. You mentioned it. In your you're review, always right?
2: unlocking things. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Like you're always getting currency. You're always building up to get something else, and it feels like you're getting a lot of surprises even after you've unlocked the eleven hidden characters. Yeah, even after you've unlocked the stages. You and I did talk about something though that has become a frustration yeah. point for you, and I'd love for you to talk. To yeah, talk so about I'm i am I'm
4: here. I'm I'm a little uh, I'm kind of of two minds about the Wii U version now because the Wii U version, um, part of me wants it to just have everything unlocked that I've unlocked already. Because really? I'm just like, give it to me. I did that yeah. work already. But the other part of me is saying I'm going to go and get a sixty dollars game and I'll put it in my system, and most of it's going to be finished for me. And a lot of the appeal of uh, Smash Brothers to me is uh that that circle of like do something, get something cool for it, yeah, spend reward it on something. And it's a great reward circle. Um and I feel like if I plug in the Wii U version and all of a sudden it downloads everything from my three DS version, which by then I assume I'll have, you know, five hundred trophies or every stage, every character unlocked. Um what's really the appeal besides just multiplayer at that yeah. point? So I'm hoping that there's but- enough uh, single-player incentive there to keep it hooked I I think seeing them do locked. stuff like to keep it locked see them uh, if they do stuff like daily challenges or um new modes through DLC like things that kind of keep that interesting uh I remember with like even games like Professor Layton back in the day like every week they'd be like here's a new puzzle mm-hmm. yeah so if once a week they were like here's a new whatever Mm -hmm. it is and this is what you have to do to get it or time trophies or something like that Yeah, uh, Yeah. like the challenge board in the game it's just like the old Smash Brothers is really cool it's just like do this 300 times or fight this guy or Mm -hmm. get 10 KOs with Rob Um, new challenges like that with new hooks and new rewards could keep the experience fresh otherwise I'm worried that I'm just going to buy a game with everything unlocked
3: yeah But I think like I, I think what you're describing is the prime reason why everything should not be unlocked in the Wii U version. And yes, you are kinda of grinding uh-huh. to unlock some of the things that you've already unlocked in the three DS, but hopefully the the process to do that is fun and is yeah. different, right? Like having a single player experience that differs um, from the 3DS version might get you hooked again, and you need that little bit of a reward to unlock those characters again. Well,
2: I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing that probably won't will uh, carry over it should be custom moves, and it seems like it will be custom moves because mm-hmm. custom moves take a lot of work to unlock in yeah, the game. Yeah, it's odd. You have to go through Smash Runner, you have to go through other single player modes yeah. to get each move for the the main roster. The Mii Fighter mm-hmm. moves are all unlocked from the start. Um, and I feel like if I had to go through that grind again and I couldn't use my custom character then I feel there might be a problem Mm -hmm, as far as trophies go maybe even as far as unlockable characters go and I still don't know how I feel about that actually like do I want to go through the process of unlocking 11 hidden characters again when I have them in the 3DS version like it, it almost feels like a, like a side stuff, so maybe maybe give me that stuff but then find another hook whether it be a new challenge wall or a new set of trophies or something that I can't get in the other version mm-hmm. that could be something that I feel would be a hook see
4: I felt like they the characters were the easiest thing to unlock and I feel like in this Smash Brothers they're they might it feels almost like they're easier than ever to unlock you basically get one every 10 times you play a, so
2: I've done a, a it, it twice I did it in the Japanese version and then I did it again in the mm-hmm. North American and by the second time on North American I was like I don't want to do this Oh, really? Yeah, that's how I felt myself. And granted, I I went through that experience by choice because I didn't have to import the Japanese one to then do it again on the American one. But having done that, when I looked at the starting roster and couldn't use the 11 hidden characters, I was like, Man, that's kind of a bummer. I already mm-hmm. have them unlocked on the 3DS. Yeah. Yep. So I, I just throw, I'm throwing that out there as, as I, you know. I did think it was how how also interesting that it.
4: people complained for like two years. Where is Ness? Where is Ness? And he's unlocked in the first five minutes. Of <laughs> uh-huh. Smash Brothers. <laughs> they just throw him at you. You're playing. You're playing uh-huh. a match, and after you're like your fifth match, it's like a challenger approaches, and you're like welcome and then all of a sudden it's Ness and you beat him up and he's in your game forever yeah, yeah, so
3: yeah. okay hey, I want to one, make one point about your review though so oh, you yeah. know there are a lot of people who are really really happy with the score are excited for the game want to get it or are downloading it now and so and forth right um they're point 8. eight. It's a very, it's a high score. It, yep. it means that this is a a great game, quality, right? and, and yeah. very close to being a nine, which means a, an amazing game. Yeah, right? that's right. And so good score. There's some people who are trying to figure out this math, right? They're sitting there look. They're looking at the pluses that you list and at the minuses you list, and they're like, all right, well the review starts at a, t- as a at a ten. Nope. No. Nope. You mentioned two minuses. Therefore, that's zero point six deducted it, for each minus. It's not math. Each. And yeah. that's. I mean, that's the important thing, guys. It's like you when you judge. A product or anything right you judge ice cream you're not going to go this ice cream is a 10 uh, the chocolate pieces are a little bit too soft so I'm going to deduct 0.5 <laughs> and the vanilla flavor it's not Madagascar vanilla is it like I'm going to take <laughs> you don't work that way you assess a game and you're saying man this is really fun it's almost amazing and then the pluses and minuses are um, are listed for you to help make, make a decision you're going like oh it's no problem for me that the four players are a little hard to track because I usually play with two players all yeah. alone right like yeah. that's there helpful part of a review it is not a math sheet
2: yeah well and i think maybe that mentality comes from the school system it comes from coming through through grading and saying okay i turned in a math test and i got certain things wrong or i turned in a paper and to them it starts at 100 and then it gets deducted from there and that's not how game reviews work i've always seen it as like it's uh it's it's an
4: evaluation of how well a game is doing what it's attempting to do Mm -hmm. Uh, that's always been my sort of and it's, it's kind of cerebral, and it's it's hard to explain that to m- most audience members because a lot of people just read it, and they're just like, oh, it's 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 a 10, and it goes down, or it's a zero, and it works up. But it's really like Smash – somebody's decided, let's put Smash Brothers on a handheld. How well did they pull that off? Yeah. Okay, so the, the main modes are fantastic. Four-player gets a little hard to strain, so we have to, like, talk about that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, Smash so, yeah. Run. mm mm-hmm. Great idea on paper. I think it's got moments of, of where it's really fun. I agree I with that. that the, I think that the um, the AI is all over the place. Like, you'll go from beating up an incredibly easy character to there's that car from Earthbound that just beats your ass up and down that game. And then you finish it, and uh, you are thrown in this arbitrary race or a, a vertical climb or a level. And you don't really know what it is. It's got so too yeah. much or of a time. slot
3: machine factor is yeah. how you feel yeah. like. Or, I mean, they, Kirby Air Ride was very similar yeah. to yeah. that. You know? Yeah. So so. Sometimes run, it's right? a, yeah, I think yeah it was that
2: was, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes it's even a three hundred percent smash, and I was like, well, then what the heck was the point of getting stats? If yeah. someone like blows a kiss at me, I'm gonna fly Which, out. Which you stage. know, like if it was something
4: you could, if the slot machine, the joy of a slot machine is you put a coin in, and you pull the thing down, and you have instant gratification. But Smash Run takes five minutes, so to spend five minutes and then get nothing out of it uh, aside from some coins and maybe some trophies, maybe and some, some stuff. Yeah, and you stuff get a like few that. things. No, that's um, true. It is. It's less about the road and more about the destination, and the destination is a question mark in Smash yeah, Run. So absolutely, um, yeah. I do have a problem with it because I think that like a lot of the uh, there's a couple challenges. Like I'm working on one right now that says get first place with five different characters in Smash Run, and I'm like that could take 50 tries because I don't know that I'm that I'm guaranteed a first place just by doing awesome through all of Smash Run because I can get to the yeah. end and be like. I'm racing Pikachu, and Pikachu's lightning fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, like, a little bit of an element of chance can add... You know, can can really add some incentive to want to keep on playing yeah. and trying again, but it can also be frustrating. Um, but again, it's like that's one mode, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a great package, and that's why it got a, a great score. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much in it. I mean, it's pretty crazy. to have this yeah. handheld game that was once required a console to yeah. run yep. with more than thirty <laughs> characters on I mean, a handheld. I played really
4: four-player cool. multiplayer with three other IGN guys, thirty rows away from each other, on a plane in the Almost sky, took the, the whole plane down. To yeah, do that's illegal. <laughs> over the whole over the ocean, and you can hear guys thirty rows up. You're like, oh, damn! <laughs> like when you're when you're fighting them, and it's like it's just so cool that this is where we are now. Mm-hmm. That you can take a game like
3: Melee or Brawl and put it on a handheld and bring it anywhere and play it. It's N- so cool. Not to oh, uh, sidetrack the Otero podcast, but um, wait, I've, I'm always waiting for this one person on the airplane who who works on the airplane to walk by and go like, hey, I can see that Wi-Fi light is on. Turn yeah, it off. yeah, yeah. Like
2: nobody knows how these things no, work. No, Still to no, this day, yeah, it's crazy. They have, like yeah, yeah, wi right? detection. I'm always scared. I'm um, like she
1: knows. She I, knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: and I am. I, I have to say, I am impressed that the 3DS is a suitable input device for Smash Brothers. Like it, it, it controls really, really well. I yeah. mean, you have to sort of bend your brain a little, especially if you're used to the GameCube controller. But once you've adapted. Inputting smash attacks without a C stick, not a problem. Yeah, y- you know recoveries, using B specials, short hops. Part of my game is you know very deliberate short hops to get in front of you. That was always part of my game with Marth. I can do that in this version, and it's not something that even though the buttons are really small, it's hard to pull off. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of value to that. Like that's awesome. Yeah, that's
4: you know? I, I almost never ran into issues with that, and uh, it's it's amazing to me because when we first when I first played Smash Brothers in 3DS, I was like, this doesn't work. I got up and I walked away. I said, this doesn't work. And I played it at another event and I was like, I'm getting used to this. I was in the and same boat as And now I play it, and I'm like, I don't even know why I ever questioned this. Now, maybe they tighten things over the last six months, or maybe I'm just like, man, now that I got to really sink my teeth into this.
2: Oh, and, and a sma- let's, let's not forget, a, a Smash champion of your caliber clearly yeah. I mean, would I be can, able to, to, yeah, to yeah, It know. means I can re- pretty much play on anything, okay. any sort yeah. of input Yeah, and it, yeah. by the way, a footnote for you guys at home. Uh, <laughs> when Toph was on the episode a couple days ago, we did actually have him and Brian play. Yeah, that was that went really bad for him. That went really bad for you. No, no, you guys, you were, you got our characters mixed. up. You were like, I didn't even take a stock. I believe. No, was what you no. Me. Well, what,
4: what happened? What I, I jumped off the level a few times just to give him the grace of uh, having.
2: He whooped my ass. I don't. Know. I like, I like okay. how you jumped off the level with his fist in your face. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's quick, let's uh, get some questions from the community in, and then we're going to call it a day. Again, apologies for the shorter show, but uh, there's a lot going on. So, first one is from David. He's asking, "Can you customize the buttons in Smash uh, Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS so as to move with the D-pad?" I tried the demo and was frustrated that it disabled the ability to customize controls. You can customize controls in Smash Brothers for 3DS. Mm-hmm. It's in the options menu. However, the D-pad, I don't believe, no. is a movement option. Mm-mm. Smash is based around an analog, even on console. Mm-hmm. D-pad, I don't believe, unless you played with the Wii remote sideways, was the D-pad ever really an input option? Yeah. And honestly... I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I just I don't really? believe the game supports it. You yeah, know, I thought about it a few times in my uh, head. I don't think I can play that
4: way. I have played Smash Brothers about twenty hours in six days, mm-hmm. um, which is no slouch, uh, considering that I was working a, a trade show across across the the ocean. But um, it's it, there e- was a few burgers. times eat, eating black burgers. Uh, there was a few times where I was like, you know, Sounds I kind of so want wrong. this to work with the D pad just because I'm used to playing side-scrolling Nintendo games on their handhelds Mm. with the D-pad, and that was sort of the association my brain was making, because I'm like, this is how Mario plays. This is how... You know, uh, Yoshi games play and Donkey Kong and stuff like that. But um, once I got used to the the circle pad, um, you know, or the slide, whatever the slide, cir- oh, whatever it's called, circle. Uh there was really no going back from that. Like, okay. I, and, you yeah. know, I, maybe
3: they could throw the option in, but uh, I think it'd be cool. But uh, but then you add one more variable that can help certain people beat others, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I have a feeling D pad would actually be favored by 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 better players. Really? Like, yeah. I, I, maybe uh, I, it just feels like it should be more responsive and accurate for a game like that. Yeah. That's just one we'll thing to so, say. I, yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> when you consider how the inputs for like Smash Attacks mm-hmm. go, maybe it can. Yeah. Um, good point. All right, next question comes from Seth. I've realized that while playing local multiplayer in the demo, there is no real way to pause the game to take a look at a screenshot. Is this true in the final build too? So if you are playing in local multiplayer, in the Japanese version, there is an additional menu that unlocks And that is the same. The same is true of the US version. Mm -hmm. In that menu, you can turn on things like the ability to pause the game in multiplayer or not. Because, as we all know, in a multiplayer game, do you really want someone to pause the game? On handhelds, like, that could be disruptive. That would be something that, you know, it, it would kind of tick you off if someone just randomly stopped what's going on. I yeah. mean, yes. And you can always switch it on or off. It's off by default. Like, Mitch and I played a lot of uh, classic mode together
4: uh-huh. uh, over the week, and, you know, we would be, like, waiting for a train or something, and the train would come, and you'd have to hold your 3DS onto the train because if you closed it, you'd lose the connection, you'd lose all your progress. And some of well, those that's classic... a different
2: problem, but I hear you. Well, yeah. some of those
4: classic modes take, like, 10 or 15 minutes, and I feel like that's something that should have been considered mm-hmm. in, in a such a multiplayer centric game. Sure. Now I know that like randomly spamming the pause button is is probably something you know, you don't want to do in an online game, sure. but I think in local yeah. multiplayer it's something that should have been considered and and wasn't and that might just be the way that the 3DS uh, operates in in Wi-Fi
2: mode. Yeah, um, I know. Just closing it, it means it automatically goes. Oh, I forgot what was going on. Yeah, Goodbye. that's it. Yeah, and so, it goes into street pass mode or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and that's that might be part of a bigger like this yeah. is how this system's mm-hmm. architecture is yeah. set up. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, other thing, I was kind of surprised in the demo they limited the ability to, for people to configure their controls. But I guess what's the message with that? You know, like don't you want people to know that's there? I don't know. I, I think sometimes
3: thing. those the the demos get created a little bit earlier in the lifecycle, and so all of that stuff gets developed and refined later. Okay. Well, it was there, you could see it, you just couldn't do anything with it. Exactly. I think it yeah. led
4: people into thinking, Oh, oh gotcha. I can do this someday but I gotta buy the full game for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I got Maybe a lot it. of mileage out of that demo, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Like that it's was a fun demo. Really amazed at how much they put into that, how fun it was, just shouting on an airplane. Yes! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like those four, those four. What was it? Five characters, I think. Mm. They all played differently.
3: They all showed mm-hmm. a good variety. I mean, there was only one stage. Just shows but, confidence too that Nintendo yeah. knows you're going to get the full game for yeah. all the characters. The thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. Props to uh,
2: giving it to uh, Club Nintendo members, just yeah. because um, I did hear what you said. No, no, um, it was <laughs> Brian. Yeah, I know you did. Um, mm, yeah. Props to them for doing that because I think that was a that was a smart move. However, I think. Uh, it could have been done a little better because always there was people who got it, people that didn't, and no one quite knows. I thought they opened it didn't. to the public. They did open it up yeah. to the entire public, but the initial run was smaller. Maybe that was a way just to control it because it probably would have just blown up. I did see some on people on, you know, like people like Craig Harris who
4: used to host this show, longtime Nintendo guys, didn't get codes, and he's one of the biggest people on Club Nintendo. Mm.
3: He just didn't get ones. So. Yeah, you okay. Had to turn it on the email. I didn't get a code either. Yeah. Oh really? So, yeah. yeah, me either. Yeah. And so I was selfless and just shared codes. Yeah. Look I got, at you. How special. Know, I figured we. Um, Playing
2: it. I shared mine with a bunch of people. I was going to Japan. Okay, with. so yeah. this question is nice. from Caleb. He wants to know. He loves the show. He wants to know what characters and stages do you guys prefer slash enjoy in the new Smash Brothers. Keep up the great work.
4: Um, I I'm maining Rob right now, which Whoa. is weird for me. Okay, uh, but I used to I used to play him back in the day. I think he's sort of he, to me he he feels like a slower Link. Um, he's got that spin move that sort of like uh, Link's sword twirl and he's got some cool projectile stuff mm-hmm. and he's just like so goofy and fun to that's cool. uh, fun to watch jump is around it? I like how he's got those little jets on the bottom uh, I like Toon Link a lot um, Little Mac I tried to get into Duck Hunt Dog is just like the craziest character <laughs> in that game he uh-huh. is so weird to me. There's a button that you can press <laughs> with the Duck Hunt dog, where the the duck just flies him away to space, and you're like, you can't control it, you can't stop it. He just flies him away. <laughs> so, but he's got the, he's got a really cool projectile where he uh, throws out throws, a at, throws yeah. out a frisbee or a tin can, and shoots a bunch of bullets at Catch it.
2: Him. Yeah, if you tap B as a follow up, it shoots the the clay. Uh, he pigeon. doesn't actually uh-huh. shoot. You no, just someone see off, screen. It's off screen. So meta, yeah, yeah. because uh-huh. it's like someone else is participating. That's you, great. You like, yeah. That's the idea.
4: He's this sort of like NES fever dream. Uh, I really like him. I like some of the new stages, but I, I find myself actually playing on the Final Destination versions of yeah, a, lot a lot of the new lot, stages. yeah. Just because mm-hmm. I, lo- and I I'm, I play with items on, so mm-hmm. I'm not one of those guys that just plays Final Destination, no items, only Fox, no fun, no birthday parties, no none of that. <laughs> um, so I've, I've been playing, uh, like Mega Man stage is really awesome. Yeah, except I like that one too. That dumb yellow guy that, yeah. that shows up. Yellow Devil. Um Toon Link stage took a little bit of getting used to for me. It's it's very small. Yeah. Like it's just basically a tunnel on a platform. That's mm-hmm. the whole stage. Uh, Pikto Chat's great this time around. They put some cool new stuff in it, like Pac-Man's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot cool. of cool
2: stuff. Yeah, I like the uh, Pac-Man maze. Sorry, you were yeah. gonna say something.
3: No, no, yeah. like I, the, those levels can get really crazy. Like yeah. I, any of those, you know, I do like. That's why I like Final Destination. It's a little bit more yeah. about
2: about the fighting and the items, less about the um, stage itself. Yeah, yeah like uh, Golden Plains is a cool example of taking a Mario, uh, New Super Mario Brothers level, and there's coins everywhere, and then oh, you that's get all hundred coins. Someone turns gold, and that somehow affects like a. That is a stat. great idea because yeah.
4: I'm I'm playing that level uh, like I play New Super Mario Brothers, but but I'm also playing it like I play Smash Brothers at the same time, which is oh, really smart.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, Gerudo Valley is really cool. Um, yeah. I actually find I hate myself Gerudo though. Valley. Oh, yeah. you don't like yeah. when the witches show up and do something on the side? Well, because
4: like you'll be in the middle of a of a fight, and all of a sudden that bridge disappears, and you
2: <laughs> fall, and there's nothing <laughs> you can. It's so rare to be like, oh, I know exactly yeah. what to yeah, yeah, do. There's a little right platform. Now. There's little things you can sort of hang there's on back there. Yeah, these little there's sp- spikes. No, there's you spikes can fall too, on. but that's different. Um, yeah, no. Overall, though, I do. I, the one of my least favorites though is actually the. Uh, one for spirit tracks i'm just not a fan because the camera tends to pull in a certain direction and so you have to hurry up and run to the left before you get left off off screen and possibly either die or just start getting damage percent because you weren't i'm not wild about uh tomodachi life I don't like that stage. I, f- I find it funny only because when you're on a floor, uh, you can see someone's room, and they're just kind of sitting there as a bystander. <laughs> like, what's That's happening actually really cool. and it's <laughs> right actually, now? It's the
4: memes that you have stored on your system. So you'll see, like, uh, Jose is just hanging out, and he's, like, eating food or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, yep. it's, yep.
3: it's fun. Um, cool. Yeah, and then uh, I do. I'm trying to get better at Little Mac. I really love yeah. the idea of that character. I love how fast he is. I just suck at it still. Well, um, and then I usually gravitate back to the Lynx. Okay. Yeah, you no, know, okay. I like both Lynx characters. So
2: I love what one thing about Little Mac's design really quick is that I love that on the ground he's so powerful, and then in the air you hear a dramatic difference in his punch. In the air, it's a soft tap. On the ground, it is a wallop. Like, yeah. He, Punched the living crap out of you, and That's it awesome. sounds really cool. All right, we have like, one more question. Uh, what do you got? There? Yeah, I got
3: a good. I've been playing a lot of Destiny on the PS4, and I leave my uh, fire team open when when none of you guys are on, and like. NVC fans pop by all the time. It's awesome. And they always sign on with welcome, by the way. And there's some amazing impersonations of you that, that appear. Mm. And, uh, you know, thanks a lot for playing everybody, like, uh, you know, Charlie, um, David, and and everyone else. But uh, X1X, Vito X1X asked a question via Destiny uh, to NVC. And he basically he said, um, What is your favorite Smash Brothers character from a design perspective? Not talking about how the character plays, but like pure looks and design. His is Duck Hunt Dog and the way the character looks. What about That's you? That's a great oh, choice. Yeah.
2: That's a fantastic choice. Yeah. Um
3: I really like
4: uh the I, I like the problem solving it took to create somebody like Olimar with mm-hmm. the Pikmin. I think that's just a really brilliant it's one of those things that playing Pikmin I never would have said this is how this would translate to, yeah. to a uh, Smash Brothers games. But they nailed it and especially on the 3DS, like he's got these tiny little Pikmin, they're just a few pixels tall, but uh you understand how everything works. Uh, that and I really do like the way they uh translated Mega Man to this game. And Pac-Man, too. I think he's just got the most punchable face. Like, I, hate, I love to hate Pac-Man. You don't like anthropomorphic Pac-Man? No. When he shows up and he's just got that dumb smirk. He's got a grin. Uh-huh, and he's yeah. got that fire hydrant he always puts <laughs> down. Which nah. I don't – is that his thing? A fire hydrant? Uh, it's
2: from PacLand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right. weird. That, I think that's like, where they that's, pulled that I never – I love that his smashes involve the ghosts. So, like, yeah. you'll see the red ghost as the up smash or as the side smash. I forget. I think the pink one side smash. Um, but anyway, you'll see the different ghosts involved in each of the smashes that he does. And I also love. He has so much energy, positive energy when he jumps. He just looks so happy. I know that's yeah. why he's I, like I'm, I'm in, a in the game again. Face. I'm relevant. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. I, I like said it. so for me.
3: It's definitely. I mean, first of all, Mr. Game and Watch is always amazing yeah. because they figured out how to having and have him animate the same way mm-hmm. he did in the old Game and Watch yeah. games, but be in this game where everybody moves completely differently, yeah. and somehow it works. It's it's pretty brilliant that they mm-hmm. pull that off. But I think Samus, um, you know, uh, Samus regular Samus is always amazing because. Yeah. That's a pretty complex character with the dropping bombs, shooting a gun, kicking, spin attack, all of those things that work so well in, in, in Metroid to apply that to a Smash Brothers game. I still feel like that character informed the direction of Smash Brothers because I believe that was the first one where they went, oh, wait, yeah, shooting a gun from far away. How are we going to balance that? And they yeah. they pulled that off so well with uh, Samus. I just love the design of the character and how she looks yep. in the suit. Yep.
2: Okay. Very cool. I just had one in my head and it's gone. I totally because... messed you up. No, no. I'm, I checked something else because I was looking and, at an email any of the fire Emblemers? No, no. I mean, I feel like the design on most of the sword wielders is really straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say it's bad. Uh, just to say, I mean, I think they, I think the thing that I, I don't want to put, um, pick one character, but instead just say, and I think I've said this before, is that I feel like Smash Brothers is each time a Smash Brothers comes out, it's a, it's an example that these developers, these guys at Sora. And possibly guys at Namco who helped make this, they just they really understand the core essentials of each character and just find really cool ways to work them in. Look at WeFit Trainer. Yoga as a fighting style, I
3: know, and mm-hmm. then the taunts it's afterwards, taunt, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Right. and then
2: the taunt that's why we we highlight in the video because mm-hmm. it's so funny when she hits you and you she'll be like, Time to tone in those abs. I You're thought like, the, what? The, um, <laughs>
4: the audio design of this game in general is like, What the hell? How is this coming out of a 3DS? Yeah, like it's there's a lot going on. Yeah, so many vocal samples, the sound effects are awesome, mm-hmm. the music is like wonderful and orchestrated, and there's yeah. different songs for every stage and character. And Absolutely, it's, yeah, yeah, it's look, so
3: well done. Look at you, Namco, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, wow. Ooh.
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of work went into this game. There's no question about it. And, like, you know, not just from a visual perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that it runs so smoothly in 3D is pretty astonishing, I think. I mean, Either. this game, like, I, we all had doubts that it could be done on the 3DS, and they totally did it.
2: Yep. Yeah, they nailed uh, it. Yep. Absolutely. Great. All right. Well, that's our show this week, guys. Actually, let's get one more question in, and this Aww. one's super short. Bonus. Um, Bonus. From Daniel: Does Smash Brothers for 3DS allow for single card local multiplayer? I don't recall anyone mentioning it. I feel that uh, I feel like games that support that feature always convince those who don't have it to pick it up. Sadly, Daniel, it does not. Um, local one card only multiplayer is not supported by this game. Everyone has to have one. Um, I know that also applied to Mario Golf. Uh, Mario Kart, for whatever reason, will do it, and everyone just ends up as a shy guy. Yeah. Who, are, who don't have the game? Um, I don't really know the logistics behind it. To be honest, it's a lot. It's a lot of data to, yeah. to hold and download, and it takes a while to download. But even if it was like just a limited like one or two characters, I guess that doesn't really it, convey the whole experience. I mean, when you think the about demo, it, Mario guys, Kart. It's, a, it's, a, it's get, a car. Get the demo. Like, that's true. That's, too.
4: That, that, uh, you know, I feel like that. Uh, there's no need for. I remember. I remember playing Mario Kart where uh, there would be single on Game Boy Advance, right, there was just like one card, four players, but it was always like only one or two tracks, you could only play as Toads, like, uh, if you're trying to convince your friends to uh, try Smash, like,
3: get the demo it's just not as turnkey obviously yeah. you sure. know? Okay. but like there's a huge technical limitation I think with the amount of data like maybe they could have you force the other player to play the same character as you yeah, so yeah. The, the same animation set is in there but that sounds tough because that yeah. game does a lot
2: and it streams a lot too alright well thank you very much for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat we're a weekly podcast on IGN and uh, here at IGN.com we have a bunch of content for you whether it be reviews Shadow of Mordor just went up Mordor Mordor oh, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Hyrule Warriors just came out Uh, retail check that out Mm -hmm. Uh, we have features stories videos you name it come right here we have a bunch of stuff for you um excuse me also uh we have other podcasts you should check out as well and if you like nvc send us your feedback either in the comments article that'll show up on ign each week or uh email nvc at ign.com and lastly if you're feeling generous good or bad feedback head over to iTunes. Give us a review. It helps with visibility, and we really appreciate your feedback. Most of the good feedback. Yeah, I can take the negative ones, too. Well, I'm no, cool. you can take that to the trash. You can put the good ones. Glad you it said too. it not me. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find Brian Altano on Twitter at? Agent Bizzle. You can find Per Schneider at? Pear IGN. You can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week.